Time Fades podcast, and again I am with Coco. I have one, I have two moons. One, namaste. Two. Am I allowed to do that? Yes. Uh, I touch you. (laughs) (laughs) He's reading off the poster. (laughs) Obviously from the music playing in the background, this is not my normal style podcast for this Friday. (laughs) But... We thought it'd be kind of interesting to maybe talk about some paranormal experiences that we've had. And, yeah, this is going to get very interesting. Let me paraphrase by saying, my family are bloodborne mediums. And, it's funny, because you and me actually started hanging out because of that. Yeah, because I remember I had asked you to play soccer, and then you came to me and was like, Hey, you're a medium, right? And I was like, yeah, you're like, okay, I'm going to bring you somewhere. Can you tell me if it's haunted? I'm just like, yeah, sure. (laughs) The abandoned school. I remember that part, but I don't remember going like that. Yeah, you were like, hey, because I mentioned that I was a medium, and you're like, wait, you're a medium? And I was like, yeah, you're like, can you tell me if this school is haunted? Oh, if you're going to sum it up that briefly, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, I remember there was things more prior to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was more than, it was more than, hey, you want to tell me if this place is haunted? <laughs> but, yeah, we've had some pretty interesting mm-hmm. paranormal experiences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I know that in my house I've had some pretty interesting ones. <laughs> I know that in my house I've had some pretty interesting paranormal experiences. Because me and my dad, not too long after my grandfather passed, my dad and me both got chased up the stairs. Yeah. And my dad almost got put, he felt like he got pushed down him. Hmm. I'm trying to the last one I can recall. There's a couple every now and again in my house. Yeah. You've been in my house, one of them. Oh my god, yeah. That was fucking... Or ran around the house looking for something that wasn't... That we couldn't see. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the thing, is like... In my house and in your house, we've had plenty of paranormal experiences, but like... It's almost like the bump in the night type of stuff. Mm. I feel like we've had plenty of more paranormal <laughs> experiences when we've gone to locations. Yeah. So let me paraphrase by saying, me and Coco like to go to like, like abandoned locations and do exploring and try to you know, investigate more into the paranormal. We've had some very interesting experiences at different locations. Would you like to talk about it? <laughs> Why don't we talk about the last one? At the asylum. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? At the asylum force. When I saw a girl, you saw a tall figure. We both saw something wide running at us, and then we both decided to just book it out of the forest. And when you were getting followed by something in the snow. Yeah. That was uh, freaky. Yeah, this kid claims he was on the other side of the place. Just carving a stick. Yes, because I was. <laughs> to me, I heard clear as day. Footsteps. Thank you, my. Where? Like, 
at least the best of my knowledge, we're, we're the only two in the woods. Yeah. You didn't see anyone coming in either one direction. No. Um, the spot why when you, it does loop around, but he can see either or direction I choose to go out. Hmm. And I didn't see anyone come out from any other direction. All I hear is clear as day, footprints running in the snow. And I, I want to say I saw a brief flick. Like just a brief black flick. Can't tell if it was a boot or what it was. And then gone. Yeah. But the same way, they didn't run behind anything or anything. Just foot, gone. And that's what I find funny because I remember you wanted to go through that part of the woods. And I was just like... No, I'm not going to go that way. And you're like, okay, I will. And I remember... And this was... So, you were walking into the woods, following the path. I was walking out. And you made a sound to get my attention. I turn around. Nothing. I walk all the way to the fence. I sit up on it. I start carving a stick. And then you yell for me. And I'm just like, what's up? And you like, turn your light on. I turn it on. You go dead silent. I hear footsteps. And then I see you book it out of the woods and you were like were you just behind me and I'm like no I've not been sitting here covering a stick why <laughs> but what I found funny was after after you tell me that you felt like something was following you you asked me dead ass go so you want to go back in <laughs> I'm like no why that's how you die in horror movies yeah that's fucking we would that's what I said that day, too. I was like, we're the definition of a fucking horror movie. Two dumb white kids fucking walk into the woods, hear noises, and go, huh, let's go look for it. <laughs> let's play Marco Polo. Marco! Uh, <laughs> hey, you weren't supposed to answer! <laughs> what I found the funniest was when you and me started joking around, because it, so, it was snowing, and it was, it was at night, it was snowing. I had my snow gear on, and with my snow gear, one of my pieces of snow gear is a skull mask. And so, I made the joke to Coco. I was like, oh, let me see. Like, tell me what this looks like. And so I ran towards him with my mask on. We both get scared. We're sitting there laughing. He, he, you hear a noise behind you. And then I see a little girl just standing next to a tree. And then we both hear something come from behind me. So it's like three different things got our attention. We're just like... Which one do we run to? Because there's only... Either or is the exit. Yeah, exactly. But then I remember I started looking towards the sound that was behind me, and you said, hey, can we see the street from here? And I'm like, no, why? And you said that you saw uh, two red dots that look like eyes. I remember the only words that came out of my mouth was, I'd rather fuck with a demon than a child. <laughs> because I love horror, but I when it comes to... Anyone will agree, kids are some of the most creepiest sons of bitches. We wanna play with you. Like the fucking, the movie like the, sh um, like the Grudge, or The Shining. The Shining uh, with the two yeah. kids at the end of the hallway, the kid uh, riding the tricycle, it's like, why? I uh, wanted the girl say, do you wanna play with us? Yeah, I think they said that. I think it was, do you wanna, uh, do you wanna play with us? No. Yeah, it's just like, nah, fuck no. Just don't get it. No, sorry, wrong rule. <laughs> do, do you remember back when when we went and visited that asylum? Like they, like the, like we actually visited the asylum, and those kids were inside of it. 
Oh. And we started messing with them. It went from an investigation to this screw with some kids. Uh, and just for clarification, we never broke into anywhere. Yeah, we've never actually... We've visited abandoned locations, but never broken in. But so... <laughs> I mean, we... We went to an abandoned asylum location that plenty of people have broken into, they've hung out in, and so on and so forth. Mm. And we went there just to investigate around the property. And there was a group of teens that we had saw way ahead of us walking towards it. And as we were walking around, we saw flashlights under doors, we saw flashlights in broken windows, and we're like, there's kids inside there. And so we decided to pick up some rocks and start tossing them at the empty building uh, or so at the abandoned building to scare the hell out of them. Uh, I think I was tossing the rocks kind of like in the cracks that was already there in the windows. Yeah. And you were trying to throw your voice. Oh, out yeah. In the other corner. Yeah, I remember I started making walkie talkie sounds, acting like I was on a radio going, yo, I can't see anyone. Place looks clear. This and that. We w- I remember the window that they'd climb into. We walked up to with our flashlights and we was just like, yeah, I can't see anything. Looks clear. <laughs> Uh, he's like he—he he was trying to act like the. Uh, we were trying to try yep, to scare him in both directions. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to make it look like they're going to get no legal fees. trouble. <laughs> I'm going to make it look like they're going to get possessed if they're going to come my direction. <laughs> so that's what I find funny about going to different haunt locations and different places because I feel like the spirit world's a very interesting topic now in the world, especially with so many people trying to be witches and trying to be you know this and that and. Read spells off of Google. <laughs> Google is the ancient one. <laughs> like, I feel like there's still like that fine line of people who know about the spirit world and are actual mediums, and then the people who are like on YouTube or who are on like TV shows who are like, oh, I'm a medium, I'm a psychic, and this and that. Because from my experience with the medium world and with my family being mediums and such, is that most mediums don't want to be known. They like to keep what they do secret. Or they tend to just not talk about it much. And for a while, in the spirit world, talking about being a medium wasn't always welcomed. Some spirits didn't want to be bothered. And so most mediums didn't talk about it. But I feel like much now with a lot of things in the world, the spirit world is more common. Like, it's more widely talked about. I kind of find that interesting. Hey, Yeah, exactly. But it's funny because to think back then, if you were a witch, you'd get burned. Now, if you're a witch, people like will give you a YouTube channel and a TV show. Yeah, exactly. That's so funny. Like, I was saying in my last podcast when it was Wednesday, I was saying how funny it is how much the world's changed and how far we've, like, advanced and gone backwards. And I feel like that's, like, a big thing with the spirit world is, like, we've advanced in, the like, the thought process of the other side and, like, we've advanced in the thought of spirits and so on and so forth, but I feel like it's changed a bit. Like, I feel like it's more advanced now than it has been. What's your thoughts on that? I kind of agree with you on that one. It doesn't seem like... Like, the people who don't really know too much about what they're doing, like, what you see on TV shows and whatnot, kind of, like, act like they don't 
like they know exactly what they're doing and whatnot. And like, even though I don't know more, not the English, I don't know much about technology, but I do know enough to sort of walk and scare somebody. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, all the times that they, all the times that they show it, it's been coming from another room that they walk by in a brick coming out of the room or something like, or just something random being flung out of the room. Yeah, exactly. Like with those scanners that go off by electrical currents, just someone with a buzzer trying to trigger it. Or yeah. There's someone's hand behind the door in the other room. And that's why like most of the time it's pointed at the ground so you don't see that person running out of the room. Yeah, exactly. Or at times like you'll see it go one direction when you when you can see it go that direction. The guy's running off camera out of the room when you get there. People are, oh, it's cold in It's colder in this room. Yeah, exactly. With like, I feel like with the spirit world, I feel like Unless if you've had an actual paranormal experience, you know, like, like I like the show Ghostbusters or whatever, not Ghostbusters, but like uh, Ghost Adventures, or like that Zach guy, like he said that like he had a paranormal experience and that's why he does ghost hunting, which I I believe, you know, I've, most people in their life have a paranormal experience that triggers them to want to explore more, yeah, explore more and look more into it. But it's one of those things where it's like. Something my mom always said is, if they hunt ghosts and they look for spirits, why do they get scared? Yeah. Like, when something actually happens, why do they get scared? Because it wasn't script. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that wasn't on the script. Did you know that was on the script? No? Alright, let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's one of those things where it's like, when they're like, oh, whoa, that was cool. Just like, that's scripted. And then they're like, oh, shit, like... Yeah, like when you actually see them running for their lives, they're like, ah, yeah, that's not script, that's actually there. Like, what? That's actually real. What we do is actually real. It's just like, yeah, and like, I find that funny, because that is what it is. It's with you, me, especially with me inviting you more into spirit world and, like, helping you learn more about it, it's like, spirit, the spirit world, freaking, being a medium isn't always fun, because I was saying it in a... I was saying in another video that being a medium isn't fun because you can't shut it off. You can only block it out. But even blocking out, you need to stay focused all the time to block it out. And so people like, oh, I'm gonna go to this haunted location or oh, I wanna see Annabelle. Like with haunted objects, it's like something else I've seen too where people believe in haunted locations but not haunted objects. It's like a location is an object, basically. It's just a very big object. So if you believe in a haunted location, why don't you believe in a haunted object? I guess because maybe it's more so of a common denominator that the objects are typically not haunted. It's more so a place. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing is I feel like there's, you know, there's obviously haunted locations, but like, Locations get haunted for the same reason why an object does. It has bad energy or something negative happened there. Objects get haunted by something negative involving it or someone who is negative passed and that object was very close to them. Could a bullet be haunted? In a way, yes. I feel like in a way of probably... Because I know weapons can be haunted. Swords and guns and such. Like old World War II weapons and such. So probably a bullet could be haunted. Because... If a gun was used for something that triggered the gun to be haunted, the bullets inside are going to be haunted. 
So if everything's destroyed except for a bullet, then maybe the bullet's haunted. That's gonna be the remaining piece. So it's kind of funny to link it to this, but um, kind of like with the so supernatural. Yeah. When Bobby passed, they. Spoiler yeah. alerts if you didn't watch it. If you haven't watched it, where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> um. But, um, if you, they got rid of all of his stuff except for his flask. His flask was the final key. And that's what brought him back. So I feel like it's the same thing with the spirit world and with haunted objects. Is you can destroy all of someone, like a, a past spirit stuff. But if there's still something that they very strongly connect to, it's still going to keep them around for a while. And one thing, obviously, with me studying the spirit world and me knowing my knowledge about it. Something I've learned is that's not always the case with spirits. You could destroy everything that a spirit could connect to and they could still stay around because it's them having unfinished business. They're connected to the thought process of, I'm not finished yet. So, yeah. And Della, like, I still have more tasks I need to get done. Yeah, exactly. I can be at peace with anything. Yeah, exactly. It's, I'm, 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 I'm unrestful. I'm, un, I'm unsettled. I'm not leaving yet. Yeah. I actually have a pretty interesting story. My, um, a cousin of mine who passed away, I believe it just actually hit a year now. Um, either it just hit a year or it just hit two years. Um, my mother, who was also a bloodborne medium, she had been lying down one morning and she could feel his presence. And then our washing machine turned on. And I remember she told you the story about the washing machine because... When the washing machine turns on, you need to push the dial in and turn it. You can't just turn it. So, for the dial to be pushed in and turned, something was trying to get her attention. Mm. And, like I said, she said that she could just feel my cousin's presence, and she had felt it for weeks before that had happened. And it was kind of the same thing when me and my dad got chased up the stairs. We both saw what was chasing us, but we couldn't tell who it was, but it was our height. My grandfather was 6'2". So, and most of the time, if you can sense what a spirit is, it's probably a good one. If you can sense it's a family member, you can tell who they are. Mostly good. That's why when we go to haunted locations, when we can't figure out what it is, when we feel that just energy, we know it's probably not good. Or it doesn't have good intention. That means that, hey, here's your five second warning before I murder you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm going to chase you and get you out of my home. <laughs> And that's another thing which I've taught you more about is that spirits are much like a shark when it comes to the ocean. Spirits have a home. And whether it's connected to an object or it's connected to a house, if you tick off the spirit, you're invading its privacy. You're invading its domain. And so most of the time that's why there's hauntings where a house is has high paranormal activity and an object has high paranormal because the objects have either been treated wrong or the house is being treated wrong. Mm. And the spirit's just getting irritated. So. Yeah, they're probably looking at like, if this is your house, you wouldn't be doing yeah, exactly. the same thing that you would be doing to that. Yeah, exactly. Spirits become very territorial. And spirits have been also known to become territorial people. It's the same thing as like, like ancestral magic, which is mostly found in New Orleans. Um, um, in New Orleans, most witches connect to ancestral magic, which is their past ancestors' magic. 
just still being existing. Um, it's the same thought process as a spirit lives in a house, they have their presence, and as long as you keep connecting to it, you're going to keep stirring which is like, maybe you found something in a house that belonged to a spirit in it, and so you wake them back up, and that's going to probably make the process. I buy the same products you do, and so on, only so I get them much man, cheaper. Really I save good. hundreds of dollars a month I by know, doing this once. <laughs> something and like seeing you know objects be moved or things actually seen in video or in pictures that you know my family's taken so it's not we're not editing it we're not trying to you know yeah the couple of things i've seen before it's yeah exactly yeah that's another thing is like i've seen people who are complete non-believers turn into complete believers and like it's it's one of those things where it's a lot like as you say a lot with god where it's um, if you say it, you'll you'll get the answers. It's not in the way you expected it to. Spirits always are listening. They're always hearing. They're always seeing. So if you don't believe in a spirit, or if you don't believe in spirits, and you say, "Come out right now and prove me you're here," you're not going to. Yeah. But when you're trying to go to bed, and next thing you know, your lights are flickering, your phone shuts itself off, yeah. or like your car turns on by itself, or something, just like it's getting your attention, yeah. just in the way it can. You never told. You never told. You never told. Yeah. <laughs> you never told him what. Yeah. You never told him what. Was, even if you did, you're not gonna tell a spirit what to do. Yeah. Cause I mean, he, it, if it has bad intentions, it's well, gonna get ticked off. Yeah. You're not. You're not winning that <laughs> argument anytime soon. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I've always found funny with spirits. And it's like, to me, the thought process of spirits only come out at night. That's crooked. That's a crooked. <laughs> I mean, yes, spirits most of the time are stronger at night, it's easier to see them, but most of the time, spirits are out all the time. It's the bad omens and the bad spirits are more active than these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah 333, the witching But, um, spirits are awake all the time, as long as you can see them, and that's what I mean by being a medium is so restless, and it's like... It's not always fun, is because we see the spirits twenty four seven. We can hear them, we can sense them, you know. Just like in your room a couple of Halloween's ago. Yeah. When yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, like on Halloween, our last Halloween we just had when we were at your house and we saw. I kept seeing spirits everywhere. And like I could sense that something was gonna happen. What happened last night? 
It was when we, we had swung by your house to visit. I kept seeing stuff. Oh yeah. We kept hearing spirits, and we kept seeing things. Yeah, I remember a couple hours ago in your room. I I just got completely taken down. Oh oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I feel like that kind of proved it to you. Yeah. A little yeah. bit because it's one thing to see someone else get taken down, but when you feel it, you're like, whoa. Yeah, that that like I I went crum- crumble on the ground right now. Hey! Yeah, exactly. I'm now you. <laughs> my body went like, Yeah, I'm not functioning anymore. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing with, um, unwelcomed, like, um, possession. Is your body doesn't know how to handle it. Because there's unwelcomed possession, and then there's welcomed possession. And I feel like most people would be like, what the fuck's welcomed possession? Who's gonna welcome possession? Hey, come on over! <laughs> Yeah, you flip. Hey. <laughs> hey, little mama, what's for you? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but with the spirit world, it's one of those things where if you know what you're doing and you know how to expel the spirit out of you, you can welcome the spirit to possess you because then that allows you to understand them a little bit more and that allows, that allows them to communicate with you better. But I feel like in most cases, like, no Joe Smo would be able to allow a spirit to possess them. Yeah. Like, you have to be a medium. Your body has to be able to be okay with it. Because most people who have been possessed end up in the hospital and end up crazy. It's, if you uh, go to the hospital for injuries, and then, and then further into the hospital saying, yeah, I know you're crazy. Yeah, I got possessed. And yeah. I was like, what? That almost bring, that brings up the case of, like, the movie, um, The Devil Made Me yeah. That was the case of someone who got possessed and killed someone. Mm. Um, and they it was the first time in history that God and spirits and mediums were brought into the courtroom. Mm. And brought in as witness. Because there was really no other explanation on... Ex- whatever that word is. On, yeah. On like why he did it. He was a good man, good husband, you know, he, he, had no, he had no motive to do anything. Yeah, exactly, he all around was a good person, he got let out, I think he got 10 years or 20 years, but he got let out in 5 for, like, good behavior, because he was just a, like, great prisoner, like, he wasn't a bad person, he was, like, it was really a confusing situation. Yeah. Um, and I remember him saying, because... So the whole story behind that is that someone was being, someone was possessed. The warriors, I think it's the warriors. They went to go handle the possession. They're a very knowledgeable paranormal group. They actually kickstarted the making paranormal, investigating and paranormal experiences normal. Like, they normalized it. Um, they were asked to help stop the possession and so they went to go help and the possession wasn't working I think they tried to get the possession like the demon to leave their, to leave their body and um, the brother was like uh, the, the, the husband of the woman whose brother was possessed um, said you know what leave, leave him and possess me I can handle it he got possessed, and then he said that he felt. I think, if I remember correctly, I think he said that he felt normal for a while. And then one day he had gotten angry with someone, and 
started getting really like, irritated and really pissed off, and then he felt like just a cloud coming. And then he's, the way he described it was like, being in your body but not being in control, you just passed. And coming from someone who's been possessed once or twice, I, it just, you just feel like you're passing. Like, you still look through your eyes, but you don't feel like you're And like that's the thing is like not all possession is bad. Some possession turns out the way it did for him. Some possession turns out in plenty of other worse ways. But not all possession is bad. Like in the case of I've been possessed by spirits that you were aware of who possessed me to just say final words or to you know. I do remember that you felt like you were not in your right. Like, like, you didn't feel like you were you. Yeah, I could tell that I felt like it wasn't me. And you, I mean, I know I just struggled with speaking in general. Like, I couldn't get, like, my mouth felt so shut. Yeah, and I couldn't, like, I couldn't even get yeah. out of my muscles. I can't see it, You like, you felt mute. Yeah, I, I just saw it took the remote and said, mute. Yeah, exactly. And in most cases, sometimes being possessed will be like that, because most of the time if you're muted, or you feel muted and you can't talk, is most of the time the spirit's trying to talk. But, like, it's... But they can't get your voice. Yeah, because where we were, we were walking away from the asylum. And so, the further away we got, the less it was, like, holding on to you. And the less control it had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing with most mediums is mediums, unlike I guess, or people who aren't bloodborne mediums are actual mediums. What is? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was saying that on my podcast <laughs> Wednesday. I was like, what's the was like the definition of beauty? The definition of beauty is something. Beauty is something. Make up. This is going to be a I'm also trying to lose weight and whatnot, yada yada. But like for like people who are wearing like five pounds of makeup and then say I gotta lose weight, hmm. don't put on makeup for a day and I guarantee you just lost five pounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Makeup is so expensive too. And you'll save money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like makeup is like stupid expensive. It is like it is ridiculous how expensive makeup is. And like what it's made out of too. Bat guano. Bat guano. It's bat shit. 
some makeup is made out of that. Some makeup is made out of flowers. Some is made out, you know. Okay, I like the flower for the baby. Yeah. Let me rub this bat shit all on my face real <laughs> quick. Ah, beauty. We'll keep the. <laughs> <laughs> or nowadays, ah, COVID. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So that's how I started. Show Parishion ate the bat shit. Well, that's the thing. People do mud baths. People do clay masks and such. It's just like... Just like the ones that have on the suit to get down in the rain all day working. You take a shower to get dry. Yeah, exactly. Like, how does that... How do you... You're work, working in the rain all day. Your body's first instinct. Not to grab a towel. Not to grab anything to dry yourself. Is to go in more... Into, <laughs> into more water. Take a nice shower or a nice bubble bath or whatnot. Yeah. Like, I get it, okay, yeah, that's cleaner water. But at the same time, you're not really helping. You're just getting yourself more wet to get dry. Yeah, exactly. Or and like, somehow that works. Well, like the case of, like, if you if you were in the shower and you were cleaning yourself, why is your towel dirty? Yeah, or your soap dirty. Yeah, exactly. Well, the soap's dirty. Oh, yeah. Well, but yeah, but you're still washing the soap. Yeah, exactly. Just so you're, are you cleaning your, is the soap, are you, do, are you cleaning like the soap the, or is the soap cleaning yeah. you? Is this, is this like in a win-win scenario? You're cleaning yourself and the soap is cleaning, and the soap, and you're cleaning the soap, yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah, it's a, how do we get from spirits to cleaning soap? I was wondering that same thing just now. Yeah, but, I don't know, like that probably, that means probably ain't helping for Talk about soap and makeup. Yeah, I thought about jumping back to the other music, but uh, <laughs> it is a genuine thought, though. Yeah, it's funny. Maybe we should do that video. Oh, what just talking genuine random thoughts, shower thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, if I would have recorded that, not that way. What? <laughs> uh, just if I would record, if I would just record my thoughts in the shower. I mean, I've seen people do that, where it's just like. I'll, I'll probably get arrested. You can, <laughs> you can only see like their head, and like it's just like them just sitting there, just like thinking. See, I would say the last, probably one of the last randomest thoughts I had in the shower, but I don't think the law would like that idea. <laughs> I, you can certainly. <laughs> only one person. I've only told one person that shower thought. Just keep it that way. <laughs> this podcast got derailed very quickly. <laughs> All right, so back to the spirit. <laughs> back to your back to your regular scheduled program. Yeah, back to your normal scheduled podcast about Kinda. spirits. Let's I was like, let's jump it back on to spirits with a quote by Stephen King: "Monsters are real, ghosts are real too." They live inside us, and sometimes they win. I feel like Stephen King's a fucking interesting man. <laughs> I want. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, what? <laughs> I promise I'm not needing medical. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you go. Yeah. Plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find your words again. <laughs> I lost those years ago. Oh my god. But Stephen King's a really interesting guy. I remember the he. <laughs> I'm just in bed. You're welcome. What? <laughs> Get hanged over me for a couple weeks straight. Now, gets my 
<laughs> gets your non-verbal speaking. No speak. I think it was the way he wrote The Shining. He, the hotel that The Shining was based off of. He said that he was, he was. <laughs> he, he was sleeping and he kept getting nightmares. He woke up to have a cigarette and he said that he went and smoked a cigarette on the porch and by the time he finished his cigarette he had written out the whole idea for The Shining. And it's just from getting a nightmare in a haunted hotel that was well known to be haunted way before he wrote a book about it. Yeah. Or just like, uh... I'm probably 100% like... I mean, not 100% wrong on this background to it, but... I'm probably missing keys and bits of information. I remember for uh, when he wrote it. Oh, yeah. He heard, I forget if I, if I, I'm pretty sure I heard, like, he was supposed to, he was traveling from somewhere to somewhere on a plane. And I, I think it was, there was a clown, like, someone came up dressed kind of, I guess, well, McDonald or something like that. Oh, yeah, I think I heard and, that story. Uh, I forget if they said he sat down next to him or just, like, just him walking by him. Like he said, like, then it just took, he clearly like, he saw with a couple minute nap. Next thing you know, boom, he has another great hit book in a couple of movies. Yeah, I think it was him flying somewhere to do like a book signing. And someone dressed as Ronald McDonald sat next to him on the plane. And like, the guy was like, like a really grudged type of guy. And like, really kind of like, not what Ronald McDonald's supposed to yeah. be. And He's he was just like. scary Ronald McDonald. Yeah, he fucking YouTube. He was just like, yeah, this is like a really creepy clown. Um, he was like, this is just a really creepy and freaky clown. This would be a good idea for a book. And like, he just, based off, you know, just did like that. And I find it really crazy that like, I'm switching my music. Um, that really crazy you switching music? <laughs> now did just, you at least let that song finish? It just sounds I think. Did but, you at least let that sound finish? No. That could have been mid fart, and he just took his fart <laughs> away from him. That that could have been that one guy's like great. Like he could have been famous if you let him continue. Like I need this one more second, and I'll hit twenty million gazillion grand in the like like own the world, right? Right? And you just boom took it right from him. You can see. But um. Yeah, it's funny how, like, he just... How, um... It's funny how he just wants it. No, it's funny how he, like, woke up from a nightmare, got his idea for one book, woke up, or, like, someone sat next to him on a plane and he got his idea for another book. Mm. Like, that's just, like... That's like, how, how talent. Do do? Yeah. Like, that is just pure talent creativity. But yet, if I do it, I go to jail. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. He's, it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> Fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading another quote. Just like it's fine. Everything's fine. The good, the huh? The gods cancel. The gods cancel for the men. The happiness of death. They they may endure, endure life. Endure life. L U C A N. Lucas. Write that down and you can sound it out. Cause I can't pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, me neither. And that was just another quote. I, I thought that was about where, spirits. Where, where, mind. Well, at least according to the Googles, whoever that's back. Yeah, Lucas. I think I think it looked like someone from Greece. So by Lucas. I mean, nowadays you go on they people just throw a picture of Abraham Lincoln and put yeah, Abraham Lincoln underneath it, and it could be like the like the most stupidest thing, like uh, 
invest uh, in gold. The government's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. Uh, uh, Bill Murray. Science guy. Bill, Bill, Bill. <laughs> about spirits but then we just like lost brain cells welcome to adhd my friends yeah. <laughs> i will see you guys next wednesday's next wednesday's podcast next wednesday? no this, this was for friday i do them friday wednesdays and fridays ah yes oh boy <laughs> i i don't know thank you again for coco vlogs for joining me hey. um, and yeah see you guys in the next vlog uh, next <laughs> yeah we next t- i took podcast. over his channel he's taking over mine now Bye. <laughs>